0: Welcome to Drop Everything Podcast number 43. I I'm your host, Dan Holzman. This podcast is very special. We're bringing back a past guest, Kevin Axtell. But we're bringing back Kevin for a purpose in that he is the director of Fire Drums, and I am the director of the IGA Festival in Cedar Rapids this July 10th through the 16th. So we discuss flow meets juggling, festival directing, and so much more. But before we get to that, let's thank our sponsors, starting with the IJA. International Jugglers Association who by some weird coincidence are also the people putting on the festival this summer in Cedar Rapids. Go to juggle.org for all the information on the festival and this fine group of jugglers. Also brought to you by Ringdama. Go to www.ringdama.com. Find out all about this new exciting skill toy invented by Dan Holzman, who's also your host of Drop Everything. And speaking of Drop Everything, do that right now and get ready to hear Me and Kevin Axtell talk juggling, festivals, and so much more. Welcome to Drop Everything Podcast number 43. A very special edition of Drop Everything today. Not only do I have a guest performer, but also a guest host. Please welcome the new guest host of Drop Everything, Mr. Kevin Axtell.
1: Welcome, Kevin. Thank you, Dan. I appreciate you having me. Today's Drop Everything Podcast topic is going to be juggling events and juggling festivals the different types out there along with the emergence of flow festivals and we'll then head into talking about the IJA 2017 festival an event I know both you and I are really excited about
0: now what would you say the uh the big difference between a flow festival and a juggling festival
1: if you had to kind of sum it up could you could you quantify what makes them different there's a few things there's a focus on music at a flow festival there's almost always a fire circle the props are generally different uh for example a juggling festival is rings clubs balls diablos and of course a few extra props while a flow festival generally speaking is going to be hoops poi staff fans and a few extra props and of course there's a lot of overlap a little background on me Uh as far as talking about events I was on the IJA board for four years. And so part of being on the board is running their, their yearly festival. And that's what got me into juggling events. And now after working with Fire Drums for several years, I've become the general manager of the Fire Drums Festival here in California, which is the longest running fire and flow festival. We're now on our 15th event. And I also do trainings for fire dancers and jugglers. One of them's called Pyrotrania which is like a firewalking, fire dancer training combination. And, uh, oh, just recently, we just finished up an event called Club Congress, which I know you heard about, Dan, but essentially it was a small private event, highly focused on a particular prop, in this case, just clubs. Only clubs were allowed. There was only 30 spots, and it's, we're in our fourth year. And uh, it sold out in just two weeks' time. It shows a lot of interest in this new sort of private event. But mainly, before we get into the IJA, what I'm excited to talk and banter with you about a little bit is the emergence of the Flow Festival, hmm. Flow Artists. In the past 10 years, we've gone from essentially one Flow Arts Festival in the U.S., which was Fire Drums, to 38 Flow Festivals now are out there of all sizes in North America alone. And then there's almost 50 uh, annually if you count the small private retreats like the ones I just talked about and that is a huge amount of growth and there's many similarities with flow festivals and juggling festivals and of course many differences uh, a- as you asked about and it- it's something interesting sometimes there's controversy on well flow artists are really just jugglers and or, uh, everything's a flow art if you call it it's an interesting thing to be in both worlds I've been going to flow festivals and juggling festivals now for about 20 years and just love them both dearly. Now, when are the dates of Fire Drums? I know I'm actually involved in it. I should know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it would help.
0: It's in April. Is that, am, I, am I close? No. no. I'm glad I came on the podcast. Good, no. good. Okay. Fire Drums is June 1st through 4th. I'm doing another Flow Festival in April, aren't I? I think. Yeah,
1: I think you're going to MOPS. I, I think it's called Manipulation for Master R. Oh, pardon me. Yes, now they call it Manipulation. I know you're hosting the show, emceeing the Fire Drums show. Flow festivals have recently taken on the showcase format, really borrowing that idea from the juggling world. A lot of flow festivals started off with no shows, but have now grown into showcases, which is actually pushing more and more flow artists to actually develop acts. So we're really excited to have you hosting the Fire Drums show. The the show at the Fire Drums, is that held in the theater? Is it held outside so people can do more fire?
0: What is the venue like at Fire Drums?
1: Oh, it's a beautiful, big, open field. There's actually a stage. It is an outdoor stage, but it's a very nice stage that we have at Fire Drums. Lights, we are able to do fire in the show. We combine fire with regular day props, so to speak, axe and glow acts. It all kind of blends into one show, sometimes abbreviated a flow case, or a Flow Arts Showcase. We include a lot of juggling, and in fact, two years ago, Fire Drums brought in Wes Peden, which was a big-name juggler. Sure. For any event, but certainly for a Flow Fest standard. So the uh, cultures are blending, jugglers are going to Flow Arts events, Flow Artists are going to juggling events, and uh, I'm sure many people who listen to this podcast will have experienced a little bit of that overlap. One interesting difference is the younger demographic in the Flow Arts. It's uh, pretty strongly the 16 to 28 year old Mm -hmm. range, whereas oftentimes the juggling demographic is a little more mixed. uh, It draws in youth a little better than the traditional juggling events. It's probably also a little bit less expensive. Do people usually camp? Is that the the lodging options? Yeah, almost all the Flow Arts Fests usually are camping, and it is part of being a little less expensive. But there's also an interesting line because a lot of regional juggling festivals, I'm sure you'd agree, are usually free or cost very little, at least in the US, the smaller sure. regional ones. While as a lot of the Flow Arts festivals usually have a ticket price of, oh, around $100, give or take, and there's a high end and a low end to that spectrum. But so in some ways they are cheaper because you don't have to pay to camp or lodge in a hotel. There's a lot of communal sharing with food and other resources. But in another way, it's a, it's a little more akin to a music festival in some ways than a juggling festival because you buy a ticket. Is it more of like a,
0: a music f- a festival experience in that the people who aren't jugglers or are flow artists, there's other activities for
1: them to do that aren't flow related? Yeah, that's a great point. There's, uh, for example, Fire Drums has yoga. We've got some sound healing. There's dance. There are peripheral workshops that aren't generally present at most juggling festivals, at least in America. The dance, the yoga, the holistic vibe, the bigger focus on the DJs. There are things that are a little different for sure. And again, those type of things are a little more from the, um, the music festival culture. And how's the blend of the sexes? Is it more of a, a 50-50, women and men? Absolutely. That's one of the most dramatic differences, at least, that's immediately visible when you attend. Absolutely. It is more 50-50, sometimes even stronger, because one of the most manipulated props in the country, if not the world, is the hoop. Yeah. The uh, hoopers gravitate much more to the flow festivals, and for good reason, than the juggling festivals. Maybe at a juggling festival, you might have a combo trick hooper or a European circus hoop juggler but you get a lot more of the hooping culture. So that alone makes a big, big difference in the, the gender balance. But then you have fans and staff and poi, all props that are far more balanced when it comes to the gender divide and who does them. So flow fests are absolutely more balanced uh, gender wise. Although I've seen recent improvements in the juggling culture, partly due to the flow fests. And have we lost the word hula? Do they ever say hula hooper or just hooper uh, now? The, the, the kids these days are dropping the <laughs> hula. You know, it's still the major, I suppose, outer cultural word. If you want to try sure. and, yeah, hula hoop, then someone knows what you're talking about. If you just say, oh, I hoop. But within the culture, we say hoop and mini hoop and tech hoop. And Sure. I've okay. heard
0: hoop, hoop dance. I've heard.
1: Hoop dance. Hoop. Yeah. There's a lot. There's. Yeah. Hulu do not. Don't, don't say that dance.
0: No. <laughs> well, I'm trying, to, I'm trying to fit in. You know, here I am going to show up <laughs> at my, my very first flow festival. I bought my tie dyed shirt. I have my my black loose flowing pants.
1: Yes, that's. I, I plan
0: to juggle barefoot. Do I need to juggle barefoot?
1: Oh, uh, optional. I, I usually go with shoes because uh, occasionally when I did the barefoot thing, I'd stub a toe and it would slow you down for the rest of the weekend. But a lot of people go barefoot.
0: I think I'm <laughs> I think I'm more of a shoes guy
1: personally. <laughs> hey,
0: let me ask you about this club congress because how do you see the evolution of the flow club style? That seems to have. Like, a really, it's legs in both the juggling and flow world. How did it become this sort of start-and-stop poetic juggling manipulation that it's become when I look at clubs? What's the deal with that? I mean, that's a loaded
1: question. I'll do uh, my best uh, to answer. Okay. It's a great give-and-take, and there's more and more overlap, and jugglers are learning from flow arts approaches, and flow, art, flow artists are learning from jugglers, and, uh, and it's all kind of blending into one. You know, it started way back, of course, with Peapot, Right. Juggling and, and Maximum J and and I know uh, Luke Wilson had a lot of yeah. uh, oh, yeah.
0: philosophies about the club always stays moving. Right. They had right. Different, different schools of thought about how juggling didn't have to be the same style it had been and could morph into something different.
1: Right. And it's not less and less about how hard it appears and more how it looks. But the uh, club manipulation movement was more appealing, I feel, to the, the spinners. The, the flow artists, than the technical toss. At right. least it was kind of a gateway to it. And um, the Legos and some of the spins and the flourishes all were a little more dancy and flowy. There's a little less of a sense of a static, certain defined drop that juggling gets. When you're spinning a staff or you're spinning poi, you might fumble a little bit, but you often you don't drop. You just fumble and you kind of sure. keep going with it. You flow with it. And so those moves were akin to that. They were also more shape-centric. A lot of spinning is about lines and boxes and shapes and moving shapes and shifting shapes. And so the Legos are a lot more um, shapy. And uh, then you have the club spinning, particularly, right? Poi, right? poi took off. Burning Man, fire spinning, all that. Poi took off. And with it came a whole new set of Moves and terminology and uh, tech, right? Basically, and so poi tech came into club tech because there's club spinning, and so that itself highly informed and that, and it went from not just two, but to three and four, including some of these new spinning patterns, combining them with the Legos, and now a little bit more toss, juggling, combines to create this new club manipulation spinning movement uh which my friends and i refer to as club motion or this hmm. hyper blend of all of it put together yeah i kind of saw it
0: being a kind of an offshoot of the the club swinging the the club swingers had this sort of advantage of being able to do routines and not let the clubs go and they always seem much cleaner like much be able to perform stronger routines without worrying about the drops yeah and then, then people started adding a third club or a third torch and we started to swing With the three objects, and like you're saying, start to combine more of a juggling and a a Lego and these different trapping moves. Yeah. And now, what do you think, it's about 10 years old? Probably more than that, maybe 20 years old? In this evolution
1: yeah absolutely you know i would say if it, tracking it i would put it all back to peapot to my earliest knowledge way back at vhs days but the modern movement maybe 15 years you can't not mention the south american influence on the style and you can't not mention the modern european influence on this style the visual juggling project inspired so many people that are pursuing this style now and all the people involved with it it's a global thing uh, the last little puzzle piece to this modern club phenomena would be the internet and the uh pervasiveness of the new the new new as we call it the new tech the newest trick on instagram you know you're getting what this kid in austria is doing right now and you get to download that as far as club congress goes what happens is we all get together and there's a very strict rule only clubs Right, and, and we, Is that why I wasn't invited, right? Because <laughs> they thought with that the uh... why you didn't hear about it before <laughs> it sold out. I only I
0: it after the fact. I thought, oh, I guess that wasn't for me. Right? So, yeah, very it cool but
1: though. Those passing and so many Legos and club spinning and scissors and traps and multiplexes. It was just this wild club, nonstop thing with some of the most passionate present practitioners of the art next time dan if you if we practice up on some passing i'm sure you could show us some of the o the og passing. <laughs> the, the
0: old school the old gangster style the rest had back in the 80s yeah well, i would have loved to have at least stepped in to watch and it took place in a very wonderful new space let's give it a shout out to it's called the flow space
1: correct the flow space sean and prita of flow toys and they have created an incredible incredible space if you're ever in the bay area california Check it out. They do Wednesday jams, jugglers, spinners. It's this incredible high ceiling music, great floors, mirrors. You can hold workshops. I couldn't recommend Flow Toys in the Flow Space enough. They were such great hosts for the Club Congress.
0: And they had a new club that came out, a new Glow Club. Is that right? Oh,
1: my gosh. I should not have
0: mentioned that. Is that a secret?
1: Uh, No, it's fine. (laughs) uh, It was the world premiere of the prototype, so it's not available for sale yet. Okay. But man, we're talking. Oh gosh, so beautiful. So many modes. We're gonna have some better HD video coming out um, soon. But we're talking controlling it from your phone, syncing it with other props, more colors and modes. It's not just like a pixel thing. It's it's right. deeper than that. It'll change the the club, the glow club. World.
0: <laughs> It'll change the course of human history. <laughs> When
1: do you think they will be available? Do you think they'll be available? Oh man, we pestered them so much about it. It was so nice of them to premiere the club. Um, it's early, I would hope, by the end of the year, the current year being 2017. And uh, I don't. wouldn't want to pressure them. I want them to get it right, to get it perfect. And I know I know Flow Toys, and I know they will.
0: Well, because you know, if, we, if we move into the IJA Festival a little bit, because our, our slogan is Feel the Glow, and we are encouraging people to bring illuminated props what would be the club that would be available now? Is there, is there a particular style that's, that's good now to bring as a, as a lit club?
1: Yeah, absolutely. The, uh, the, along with several price and options and variable, at least over here on the West Coast, the favorite glow club at the moment is pretty much the K8 in the Prophecy line. and um, I think their newest one, I forget the exact name, but the K8 glow clubs are, are great. They're about $100 a club, and as long as you take care of them, they last well. You change it with a remote control. It feels just like a club. There's All your tricks will cross over. There's also spinning glow clubs. It, that's hard to make a solid recommendation because maybe right. budget is an option. There's $30 glow clubs. Gotcha. And maybe uh, you want the best one or maybe you just want to spin them. So tell people can message me <laughs> on Facebook with the glow club recommendations and I'll do an in-depth interview to okay. s- establish their needs. Now this year, also the IJA,
0: there's no fire allowed. Is that something that uh, obviously people should know way well in advance, not to bring their fire props?
1: Don't, no need to bring your torches. There's going to be a lot of glow, but usually at the IJA, the fire was uh, one or two quick nights, and um, the, if I'm not mistaken, the logistics just didn't allow for it this time, and so you don't have to bring uh, your torches. But we're going to make up for it with the glow night in the flow zone. Um, speaking of which, I've heard you wanted to do this town takeover, go out to dinner and, and glow up the town. Is that, is that true? Yeah, the, the event Friday night. Friday
0: night is our off night in the theater. That's the our theater is dark that night. Huh. And the idea is we have a, an earlier at matinee show we're having Peter Davison's solo show, which is called Movings. That's the show he performs as a, a solo movement artist. So that'll be five to six. And then afterwards... The idea is for everyone to go out into the town of Cedar Rapids and bring illuminated props and go out to dinner, juggle for the locals, go where they hang out and also, of course, promote our shows and events and then come back. and We'll have a Renegade show that night, Friday night. We're having Renegade uh, Friday night and Saturday night. Awesome. Is is the two nights and Keith Nelson and Crash, uh, John Jessman, will be in charge of the tech and also producing and directing the Renegade shows.
1: Uh, I love it. Well, let's rewind here and do a formal transition to talk about okay the uh, IJA Festival twenty seventeen. One of the reasons I'm here for this podcast is even though Dan is very talented, he just couldn't interview himself. I was thinking about it. I was thinking about doing like the two
0: <laughs> the two voices, like you know like the performing Dan voice and then like the re- like oh so tell us Dan what about this <laughs> festival? We're like well you know I think it's going to be well, I thought it yeah. might be too confusing so
1: I'm gonna let- I'm gonna turn the Hosting duties over to you. I actually get to learn a little bit more. I know I'm going. Been to ten IJAs. This will be my eleventh. Very. And are you are
0: you pounding something with your hand? Oh, what, sorry. What yeah, I get excited to <laughs>
1: talk and I like tap on my desk. But I'll, I got gotcha. you. I thought um,
0: maybe you're ba- you're doing some some five ball bouncing. <laughs> while we're, while we're um,
1: all right. So IJA 2017. What are the dates, Dan? The dates are July 10th.
0: See this? These ones I know. These ones I know for sure. <laughs> July 10th through the 16th in cedar rapids iowa Woo. Yeah. awesome are tickets
1: available now
0: yes registration just opened early bird registrations open until the 15th i hope this podcast will be out a couple of days before that because the, t- the registration does close for early bird on march 15th and that's the the time to get the cheapest tickets possible is up to march
1: 15th awesome awesome Let's see, there are so many questions I have on my thing here, but uh, I wanted to start with one of my favorite highlights every year, Cascade of Stars. You probably got some surprises. What can you tell us about the Cascade of Stars this year?
0: Well, I personally have directed 13 Cascade of Stars uh, as my role as show director over the years, but as festival director, I didn't think I could do both. So I wanted to bring in somebody who I thought artistically, sensibility-wise, I could match with and who I would really trust to put the Cascade of Stars in their hands. So I chose Peter Davison, who's uh, one of the people I've admired the most in juggling over the last, over 30 years. I wanted to really involve him. He was one of the first people I wanted to involve in the festival. Him and Jay Gilligan were probably the two people I reached out to first. And when I had Peter there, I thought, well, I want Peter to do everything. I want him to teach a workshop. I want him to perform. And I thought, wow, he'd also be a really good Cascade of Stars director. So I chose him to direct the show and as his two headliners, I want to make sure he had two very strong headliners. Uh, he has Gina Schwartzman, Christiani and uh, Paul Ponce. Woo! So I think those are two of the top uh, professional jugglers working today.
1: Man, that is uh, world-class and a quick note, just one of the differences and one of the reasons to go to the IJA, especially from the Florida's friends tuning in is the quality of shows. The Cascade of Stars is always just one of the best juggling performance circus arts in the country, one of the best shows. And uh, it's so inspiring if you're seeking a performance path to see people really at the pinnacle. So come see the shows. So it's directed by Peter. Who can you tell us? Who's in the show? You mentioned Jay Gilligan. Is he doing a thing?
0: Yeah. Jay Gilligan will also be doing his own show with Eric A. Berry which is uh, A-B-E-R-G, but it's, it's pronounced A-Berry or a And their show is uh, an experimental juggling show. And that will be on Wednesday night. So he's doing his own show. He's also leading three one-hour workshops, Woo! which he's entitling Juggling Junk Food. Because they're, they're, they're not part of the four basic food groups. These are those fun extra tricks and those creative bursts that Jay brings to juggling. That oh. kind of quirky, off-the-wall thinking that he brings. And these workshops, they're, they're not consecutive. They're not like you have to take all three. Mm. We have lots of special workshops this year, and you can mix mix and match. You can experiment. You can sample. But We have some wonderful special workshops, and that's something that's sort of new this year, is all the special workshops are free. So Jay will be doing workshops and also doing uh, his own show, but then I also asked him to do one of his gangster-like routines in the Cascade of Stars. Bam. That's where I, he just goes off. Like, I just want him to go off. Like, give me the hard tricks. Give me the burly stuff. Give me that Jay goes crazy. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, we, have, we got experimental Jay for the people who want to see that show. And that's, that's what that's for. Mm. But, but in the Cascade of Stars, I want the, uh, the gangster Jay. And that's what he's promised to bring me. So, awesome. of course, we have a great fire performer in the show because we did want to represent fire juggling. So we have a wonderful three-torch juggler, Whose name is Kevin? Is it Axtell or Axtol? <laughs> Axtell, yeah. Axtell,
1: yeah. So, returning to the Cascade of Stars with my torture routine, which I've been working on for two years, is just so exciting. I'm going to. Yeah, I mean, you're, you're involved me-
0: in other shows as well, <laughs> but that's going to be a real highlight moment for the Kevin Axtell fans.
1: Yes, yes,
0: definitely. And we got some old school guys going to show up. Yeah. I don't want to give away some of the pro- surprises, but we oh, got yeah. some old school guys. We got some new young talent coming up. Who will be in the show. Uh, We also have Bob and Trish Evans. Yay! good friends of mine who travel uh, the world. Yeah, they do. I last saw them in South Korea. And they're very excited to take part in the juggling. Oh, yes. Because they're actually athletic as opposed to me. So they juggle. Anything
1: new on the juggling front?
0: Yeah, juggling is really cool this year because, first of all, I will continue my streak of not juggling. Keep the streak alive, Keep the streak alive. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Dan, 2017, keeping the streak alive. But what they have this year is they have an official, and I guess the word official is important, Joggling Road Race. It's a 5K Whoa. where the jugglers and the, the jogglers and the regular racers, the regular people of Cedar Rapids will race together. And the times will be official, meaning that they'll be accredited to some running journal or if you set a record, because there'll be a chip that you have in your shoe. Is that a metaphor,
1: like chip on your shoulder? Or are you serious? No, that's something that detracts you over the course of the race. Oh, crazy. Will we get live dates on our phones of the 5K joggling race from inside the gym where you and I'll be? <laughs> I don't know, but I'm just thinking that, wow,
0: everything has stepped up this year. Even the joggling, like I said, I've, I've put into motion, meaning that I know where it's taking place and I know the facility is, is there and available, mm. but the joggling itself is, is sort of one of those islands of the IGA festival that I'm going to I'm not going to be part of that much.
1: Awesome. I've seen newspaper ads and news stories. It's, it's like, you know, it's picking up. Go joggling. Yeah. And also there's
0: a, uh, when I went to do the site inspection in Cedar Rapids, I met one of the local paper sports writers and that would be his angle. He's very interested in the competitions and in the joggling. So I want to set up an interview with him and, and Bob and Trish ahead of time. Perfect. Because they're, they're such an interesting couple, the way they've joggled triathlons and their travels. Mm. So I hope they can do a story on that uh, before the festival.
1: I want to switch to a category very near and dear to my heart at the IJA, and that is the free brunch. Tell me yes, free brunch. Well, we have an anonymous donor, and at first I thought his name was
0: Anonymous. Like I thought, <laughs> well, what, a, what a coincidence. <laughs> this guy named Anonymous just happened to get the money without telling anybody. The rumor I've heard, and I don't know who it is, it's even information that's been hidden from me, I hear he might show up. So, oh. which is kind of interesting as festival director
1: because mm-hmm.
0: it means i have to be nice to everybody but i, I don't know who it could be don't you know? piss off the donor dan exactly somebody <laughs> comes up like where's the restroom get out of my way <laughs> <laughs> and he turns out to be the donor but the donor has every year for the last uh, well at least last year when i went donated a certain amount of money and it's quite a substantial sum mm. so that jugglers can have a free brunch like a real free good healthy breakfast. What we've done is we've making it Wednesday through Saturday because a lot of people are still arriving on Tuesday and our option was to have a sort of a more complete breakfast over those days or try to stretch it more to include Tuesday. So we opted for a more complete breakfast Wednesday through Saturday. Ugh! Oh, I'm excited about that. I love it. And what was great about the brunch was not only the free food and we're going to kind of change the system. because so I think jugglers before they heard free food and they got very creative in like the size of the plates, and the, <laughs> the balancing acts they created with the, the multiple levels. So uh, we want to make sure there's enough for everybody. So everybody can get a good breakfast, a good plate of food. But uh, we're saying any extra food, please take out of the room in your stomach. Like No doggy bags, no no creative use of the brunch as the all-day <laughs> dining, dining option. But it's a wonderful time to kind of sit with people, socialize. And it was really successful not only for the food, and we have an excellent menu in Cedar Rapids, we made sure that it was at least comparable or better to El Paso, but the chance to start the day by sitting with your friends and socializing is wonderful.
1: Man, that sounds great. So many fun things to talk about here. I'm just going to pick from my uh, thing. The um, jobs for jugglers, that's something I know you've been talking about for a while now. And, uh if I'm not mistaken, you're trying to get, like, gigs or performances for our IJA jugglers in the area during the festival? Well, it's not only that. I've actually gotten a couple of jobs for
0: jugglers in the area. I've got yeah. some jugglers at the local library and also the local band concert and the local water skiing show. Because this enabled some jugglers who reached out to me, to all well, to be able to afford it easier oh. since it's part of their summer season. Right. It also allows us to promote our activities to the public by putting jugglers in in appropriate venues where they can do well. Like at the band concert, I have Smirk, who are Warren Hammond and Reed Bellstock. So in addition to all the activities at the festival, if someone wants to go and be part of the community audience and see Smirk, and Smirk is going to be with a live community band. So they'll be doing pre-show before the event and doing two routines to live music. So choreographed routines with the band in this beautiful outdoor amphitheater. I love it. And then I have uh, Sam Malcolm and Tony Steinbeck at uh, the library because they have a beautiful little theater and they expressed interest in doing a show together. And so I wanted to provide that opportunity for them. And then the water skiing show is still open. I'm looking for a juggler or a team of jugglers and that pays $400 to go over there and be part of. Because what's happened is that the community is paying the jugglers. I love it. So not only do they get money, but they're also being able to promote our festival and helps me stretch my, my not so large marketing budget.
1: Sure. Do you have to water ski to apply for the water ski show?
0: Well, it's not the water ski show. That's There is a thing called water scuggling this uh-huh. year, which is water skiing lessons what? where you can combine water skiing and juggling. Now the water skiing show, that would be like a pre-show. They have a small staged area on the bank of the river. Ah. Uh. So we're looking maybe for a torch juggler or someone to kind of do a little display And even maybe somebody to come in to the entrance juggling on the water, like one of the water skiers, like David Lambers. Put the pressure on. (laughs) No, well, David Lambers, who is my local contact, is both a juggler and a water skier. Mm. And Doug Sayers, who that's his local area, Cedar Rapids, was also a big part of the water skiing show. Because, of course, with his athletic ability, for him to combine juggling and water skiing was quite easy. That job is still open, so if there's someone listening who could use a little extra money and thinks that uh, that'd be a good fit for them. Please contact me. But the Jobs for Jugglers is a different program entirely because I really take seriously the IJ motto to render assistance. And I was approached by a company, and what they do is they sell Diablos in the schools. They have a school program where a a juggler will go in and do school programs for middle schools, and demonstrate Diablos, and then sell the Diablos, and work on a commission basis, and create a business in their home area, selling and teaching Diablos in the schools.
1: Yeah, I know two people who do a similar program in California, in the Bay Area, and they both really like it, and they generally do really well.
0: Yeah, so this fellow will be there. His name is Christian Ruiz de Loreto, and his website is, he's, is a company called Jester Games. There's information on juggling.org and, and the uh, the registration information will include, moving forward, information on how to contact him and what exactly he's looking for for these jobs. Because he wants to set up jobs for people in their own area. So if you come to the festival and he's looking for people with, with good single Diablo skills, also be able to do some basic stuff with two Diablos. And he sells his own brand of Diablos in the schools. And he wants to be there. And I have like a job interview booth for jugglers looking to explore this opportunity. So I thought, wow, what a great opportunity for us to also to encourage his program, which
1: is really to bring juggling into the schools. It sounds like a win-win. Awesome jobs for jugglers. I only am going to move on because there's so much to talk about. I know that there is what you might call extra shows this year or sort of a... A different take on the IJA show. Still going to be lots of shows, just a different angle or spin on it. Could you run us through some of these shows? Well, yeah, we have our regular shows. Like Tuesday night, we
0: have our welcome show. Uh And we have a really good show. I'm really happy because it's exactly kind of the show I wanted. Mm -hmm. And you know how rarely that happens when you have an idea in your mind and you get exactly the show you wanted. And what I wanted was something unique, like something that only could happen at the IGA. And I wanted to have like more like two groups or three performance groups, not like a a typical nine or ten welcome show that's put together that day. Right. So I was very lucky to get both the Passing Zone and the Danger Committee.
1: Wow. Which are
0: two of the top performing comedy variety acts who are working today, especially the Passing Zone, who just finished their run on uh, America's Got Talent. Legend. And are probably the most successful corporate jugglers who are working and they really have, have a really uh, a good support of the IGA and they yeah. always try to make time but this year they specifically set aside a day and they said we're going to work with the Danger Committee to put together a special act called the Danger Zone.
1: Oh!
0: So they're going to combine their two acts and create like a show that's specifically for the IGA Festival. Wow. And I had another performer reached out to me whose name is uh, Mantiga Serku who's from New Zealand. And he does this really cool hoop and glass routine where the glass is spun inside the hoop, but because Mm. of centrifugal force stays inside the hoop and doesn't spill. So he had contacted me before, could only be there for a couple of days. So he'll be a special guest in the welcome show. So it'll be Passing Zone, Danger Committee, and Mantigo Circu is our welcome show. But that night on Tuesday, because my feeling was that renegade shows at the IGA are great. But if you have too many of them sometimes the quality suffers people go and they go well we saw a couple of good things but overall the night seems like not exactly the most i don't know how to say it in a, in a not positive fashion
1: <laughs> no i know what you're talking about so what are you you're talking two renegade shows yeah there would be two renegades so
0: what i wanted to do was create extra shows and these extra shows are extra ticket pricing of ten dollars
1: Oh that's nothing.
0: Which is yeah, but I'm saying once you're there you're like, Oh, here's an opportunity but also the shows are more specific because it's sort of like if it's not if you're not interested in that show, well then you cannot go to the show. But if it's yeah. something more of a specific taste. So the four shows are this. On Tuesday, we have a show of juggling history, or the historical juggling show with David Kane and Eric A. Berry. Cool. Where they're gonna be doing historical tricks, demonstrating, you know, unusual props, showing videos of rare Unseen footage that's never been seen ever, and having special guests who will also illustrate. uh, I think I think we might have Mark Fay, Brad Weston, and myself.
1: That's not really uh, interesting for any performer out there because uh, you know these tricks are. I know all of those people to be just really well informed and experienced when it comes to classic performance and tricks that get people's attention, etc. And the thing about the show is. All the proceeds from that show, the ten dollars
0: that are uh, spent, proceeds go to support the Juggling Museum, mm. because at Cedar Rapids we have the largest uh, juggling museum ever at any juggling festival, I would say in the world. Because David Kane is going to bring his museum in a truck from Ohio and set up <laughs> at the festival site, like the whole thing, huh? Well, I don't know if it's the whole thing. But <laughs> I guarantee them it's the largest space he's ever had. Boom. And so this this historical juggling show. The money that's made allows us to have this, this museum free and open uh, for the entire festival. And also allows uh, Eric Iberi to be uh, there as a lecturer. Brilliant. So we got the historical juggling show next. There's a show about experimental juggling, and it's called Object Episodes. And this is with Jay and Eric, Jay Gilligan and Eric Iberi. There was a really incredible video clip they just put up that's a teaser
1: for the show. Oh, I was drooling over it. Yeah, it was awesome. Yes,
0: and it's like, once again, I think that I love experimental juggling. I love Jay's work and Eric's work, but it's good to know what you're getting. Like before, I've had shows where I introduced like the Peapot Jugglers or Team RDL. I mean, the, the most experimental side of juggling, which I think is very important to support. But if you try to combine it like in a public show or make it like half of the Cascade, Right. It's not everybody's cup of tea.
1: Different vibes. I love it. You know, I'll I'll be the type of person who wants to do both, but I totally see what you're saying. Some people will want to go to the historical juggling show and not the experimental and vice versa.
0: Yeah, but the good thing about this also is that the proceeds from this show allow us to have Jay Gilligan because normally you'd have the idea is that Jay would have 10 to 12 people, each pay $100 and have a special workshop with him. That's how you'd be able to afford having Jay out there. Right. But instead, it's like, well, if we can get 100 people to pay $10 to come see a show, then well, we can offer the workshops for free. So that's the plan right. there I is to it. have that show. And then the next night is uh, what I like to call the Flow, Glow, and Diabolo show or Diablo show. <laughs> I think it might, it might be better with Flow, Glow, and Diablo
1: show. No, I love it. I think it has a good sound to it. I, I'm a part of this one. I'm ex- very excited. But uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about the Flow Glow and Diablo show? Well, this is this
0: idea of where flow and juggling, in my mind, are the same thing. They're, they're the idea of using props artistically. Maybe one is more camping-based or more music-based. There's a different vibe. But to me, they're, they're, they should be the same thing to some degree. Sure. So this is that show that sort of highlights the flow communities aspect of what they bring to the juggling festivals. But at the same time, it shows the crossover because the two hosts are Kevin X tell and Matt Hall. So we have sort of the sensei sort of the old school juggler approach and this new flow approach. But by having Matt and also having the, uh, the Diablo duo, uh, of Alexis Le- Levallon and Victor, I think it's DeBoer, uh, yeah, we have a wonderful Diablo act to close the show. They're fantastic. So we have wonderful flow performers, including uh, Jonathan Alvarez, Jeremiah Johnson, uh, Marvin Ong, Emily Jane Percolator. So we have a really strong show that I think would be uh, a worthy show at any flow festival. And that's just one of our extra shows.
1: It's It sounds like an ep- epic show. It's a great way to harmoniously sort of introduce and integrate this new flow arts phenomenon, which I think will help IJA's attendance and numbers and youth appeal, et cetera.
0: And it takes place after the night of the, of the team's and individuals. So you'll have seen a lot of juggling, and you'll see a lot of high technical juggling. Right. So, late, so the late night shows are at 11 o'clock at night, so they take the place of the renegades. But the quality and the, the staging, since they'll be taking place at the festival site, Nice. We, we have a room upstairs that's been converted into a performance venue. Cool. So people will all be very contained and all together. We have an open bar. There'll be snacks and a wonderful performance space just upstairs from the juggling space. And then our fourth show, which we talked about a little earlier before, is Peter Davidson's solo show, which will be an afternoon matinee from starting at 5 o'clock, right before dinner. We're also thinking about having a, a sort of an hour after, after his show of like classic 80s music. Where people can come <laughs> juggle, turn off their cell phones, turn off their electric devices, <laughs> just juggle together as if it were the '80s, and then go out to the city of Cedar Rapids with their glow props. And it looks like now—I I think I might be uh, saying this a little too early—but you know, I'm also working on a toy called the Ring Dama. And yep. I went to a place called Toy Fair, which is the big trade show in New York. And while I was in Toy Fair, I made a deal with a, with a large toy company. Uh, for one aspect of my toy to license it. And but while I was there, I really liked one of their toys they had, which is called the Thumb Chucks, uh, which is sort of a a lit-up version of a Blegleri, which is a Greek uh, skill toy. I got on board with them to promote these Thumb Chucks. And I'm going to try to get a free set for everybody who attends the IGA Festival. Bam! So it's a free $10 toy that's an illuminated toy that's this wonderful little skill toy So everybody, whether you bring an illuminated prop or not, will have something to bring out that night to see the Rapids.
1: Well fun. Boom!
0: That's how I roll. (laughs) So we
1: got the Cascade of Stars, the Historical Juggling Show, the Experimental Juggling Show, the Flow Glow and Diablo Show, Peter Davison's solo show, and the Championships and the Junior Championships, and the Youth Showcase. It's going to be amazing.
0: There's also more. Because we also have a Women in Juggling performance. Oh, sweet. With uh, Cindy Marvell and Paprika, uh, Paprika Leverton. And Paprika is very interesting in that she, she did this whole series of vi- videos about women in juggling, especially the women in Tonga, right? where a lot of the women uh, historically were jugglers because it was part of their culture. And I got to go to Tonga many years ago on a cruise ship, and some of the older ladies could still juggle four or five of these small fruits, and they do it in a shower pattern. So it's kind of interesting to see how, how culturally this one island, only the women juggled. So we're having a presentation. This is also on that Friday night after people come back from dinner, which is uh, shows of their videos of these women juggling different cultures, but also a performance by Cindy Marvel, too, a live performance. Great. So that's another free additional show. That's free.
1: The, yeah, shows, well. uh, the shows sound off the hook this year. They're great every year at the IJA, particularly I'm, I'm pumped for this year. Some other categories to talk about here. I have a note that says Mark Hayward is the king of snacks. I'm not sure what that means. Well, this is kind of just a fun thing where people are encouraged to bring a
0: local snack or a favorite snack uh, from their hometown. And we'll have a snack table. So there's going to be lots of food because uh, as a juggler, I also know that jugglers like to eat. Yes. And they like snacks. Yes. And like one thing about El Paso was at night, there was no snacks. There's no place to eat so no so you'd get you'd get out of the show and she'd be like where's the food where's the pizza where's the <laughs> you know the chance for me to sit with my friends and have some snacks so uh yeah mark hayward after much feudal warfare and many years of of, of, of strife and and much much bloodshed and carnage has emerged as the king of snacks Bam. so he, he'll be the person accepting the snacks and also lording over he'll, the snack table. He'll be managing the snacks. Yes, everyone's allowed to have snacks. Of course, the snack table is open to everybody. But he'll keep an eye for those people who might be a bit
1: too greedy. Yes. For yes. the snacks. He sits on the Iron Throne of Snacks.
0: And he has promised me to have bring some kind of crown. Yeah. Some kind okay. of crown.
1: So I'm not sure um, what it'll be. but Just go to Burger King or In-N-Out just before you go to the... <laughs> like. We have some fun things.
0: Like we have a pinball tournament. Pinball, huh? Yeah, there's a local arcade, a local brew, brew pub. Uh-huh. And one of our uh, jugglers, who's also uh, going to be manning the coaching lounge. Richard. Yes, because my feeling is is that we're looking at the benefits of coming to the festival. Like one of them we talked about is possibly getting a job if you're a yeah. young juggler. Or at least interviewing somebody who can explain what kind of jobs you could get you know, through his program. Yeah. Another is to be have the access to a coach like Richard uh, Kennison. Now, Richard is only going to be coaching after his students participate in their competitions. So we only have him for Friday and Saturday because- For
1: those who don't know, Richard Kennison has successfully coached, I can't even count how many, many, many young jugglers and even older jugglers in creating both professional acts and acts for competition. Many of his, his students have won medals, yeah. gold, silver, bronze, the whole nine. And he is the form, one of the foremost juggling coaches uh, in the US for sure.
0: Yeah, so he has a video feedback that he uses So you can stop by, he can examine your form. Let's say there's a trick that you're having particular trouble with. Mm -hmm. He can videotape you Then you can step over. He can explain how to improve your style, how to improve your technique to make the tricks easier. So access to a professional juggling instructor like Richard, which would of course be, you know, once again, another paid for workshop is also offered for free. It'll be limited because we only could probably get like four hours a day. So eight hours total over the two days. But that'll be open to all the jugglers who want to take advantage of that with Richard. And, of course, he's a great pinball player. So he's the one who uh, not only is sort of running the pinball tournament, but he'll be the one to beat in my book.
1: <laughs> I got my
0: money on the pinball king, Richard Kinison.
1: Uh, so, or one of his uh, coaching yes, students. Yes, <laughs> like maybe Tony
0: Pezzo. I just yeah. saw Tony, who uh, was one of Richard's – I think I, he first coached Tony many years ago. I remember Tony did this Christmas-themed routine in the juniors. Years and years ago that, that uh, Richard helped him with. Mm. Yeah, Richard's a great guy, and it'd be great to have him both as a coach and running this uh, pinball tournament. So that's one of the other fun, fun things. I mean, also another thing I think is this uh, definition of juggling lecture that Eric is going to be doing.
1: Cool. Yeah, you were just talking about how flow arts is just juggling, and juggling is, in many ways, a flow art. There's so much overlap, and yet there are a few differences. I'm really curious to hear what he has to say on that.
0: Well, once again, since Eric is going to be there, I'm the kind of guy that's trying to get as much out of everybody as possible because it's a one time thing and and they're, they're coming anyways. And the people are so cool. Like, Eric should be doing three lectures. In addition to everything else he's doing, he's been doing three lectures. One's going to open to everybody. Uh, one is about uh, Paul Schinkavelli, who's a very famous juggler from the, the early, uh, late 1800s, early 1900s, whose tricks are still very. I actually do a couple in my act that are, that are updates of Cincovelli's tricks. He's going to do one on the, on the the history of juggling props and their development. But the big one I think that's been the most publicized is his and Jay's definition of juggling lecture. Like, what is juggling? And how a lot of people have strived to come up with a definition. Mm. Is it art? Is it sport? Is it this? Is it that? And they put a lot of work into what they consider the, the defining definition of juggling. So I think that's going to be controversial. It's going to be interesting. And another one of those unique moments that's only going to take place at the 70th uh, Festival in Cedar Rapids.
1: Excellent. Let's transfer over to talking a little bit about some of the competitions. I know there's the Stage Championship and the Juniors Championship, uh, as always, which uh, helped push not just the art of juggling, but the professional performance art of juggling. And then there's, for many years, we've had X-Juggling, I hope that's coming back. Oh, yeah. We have X-Juggling, and that's going to be part of the
0: games on Saturday. And we have a very good games director, Brian Koenig. Yay! Who, who once again, a lot of people, they, uh, you know, they reach out to me, and I don't know them maybe as much as other people, so I had to vet this Brian Koenig and say, like, okay, is he going to be a good games director? And everybody came back, like, oh, yeah, he'll be really be good. So he's got a lot of good ideas. One of the highlights for me is, I like uh, Simon Says. I like to play it. I like to run it. And there's been some people who consider themselves to be superior Simon Says callers to me.
1: Mm, Controversial.
0: Yes, it's very controversial. There's been a game called Sky Says with uh, Gail Sky King, which is good. Yes, she's good. I I don't think she'll be there this year, but she's good. And now there's this Matt Hall, who has a game he likes to call Sensei Says.
1: Sensei Says
0: is also very good. But my game is Simon Says with Dan Holzman. I mean, I don't even try to change the name of the game. That's how confident I am in my skills. <laughs> I am a pure Simon Says caller.
1: Who will call the Simon Says game? Oh, t- we're
0: both calling it. It's going to be a, a free-for-all. It's going to be a loser shaves head, and Matt's way ahead of me. The...
1: <laughs> oh, shoot. We'll have to... I,
0: I, I mean, I'm, I'm, no, on I'm, I'm how he runs the game. I don't know what you're thinking.
1: You should do an online, uh, an online poll. And, of course,
0: another thing I'm very excited about is the individual prop competitions. Ooh. Because this is my... Now,
1: that was, didn't happen for a few years. What, is, isn't that- th- this
0: was my baby. This was my idea of how can juggling competitions be fair. Uh-huh. And my thing always has been like, well, you can't compare someone doing Diablo to someone doing five club back crosses. You just can't do it it's just not fair the degree of difficulty the performance elements they're just like apples and oranges sure but i thought like give me your 90 second three ball routine versus my 90 second three ball routine yeah that is kind of more close to sort of gymnastics in my book
1: Mm -hmm.
0: so the idea is that these are routines that are choreographed to music so if you got up there and just sort of jammed through a song like you thought you could show up and just put some music on and just jam through a song It has to be a choreographed 90-second routine to a piece of music. And there's three categories. There's three balls, three clubs, and three rings. Well, what about the flow category? The hoop or something? (laughs) Okay, what do you say? Let's adapt right now. I'll be adaptable right now. What should be our flow? How about contact juggling? Or is that too much like balls?
1: No, that's already in the... All ju- right, tell me what.
0: Tell me what it should be. I'll put it in
1: there right now. I want staff or poi. I'll let you pick. Staff or poi. You pick. You're the flow guy. Well, I don't do much poi, so let's say staff. I do a little bit of poi, but I think there'll be more staff than... Okay. Poi. Just my guess.
0: All right, so we're just gonna, the, the categories are going to be balls, rings, clubs, and one staff.
1: Ooh, represent any, yeah. any staff.
0: Double staff, one staff. Well, call. it's got to be specific. I can't have, like, once again... I gotta do three staffs, Another guy I do one staff. It should be like uh, one staff, okay. maybe. One? Change it, but we'll call it contact staff. Contact staff,
1: okay. All right, there you go. See, because it's my advantage. And this <laughs> is the kind of saying that people will sign up at the festival. So for competitions, we have the uh, stage championships, which you can apply, you look online for more yes. info. You have to put in a videotape
0: of your act ahead of time.
1: Submit a video. Uh, juniors championships, the same. Then there'll be X juggling share your extreme tricks. That'll be Saturday. And then you'll also have the individual prop competition. Oh, and then the games. So there's games and multiple competitions. Uh, I always like the competitions. You know, sometimes you get artistic inquiries, like, oh, we shouldn't, shouldn't compete against each other. But it's always been about the pursuit of personal excellence. You know, we're not against each other. We're trying to uh, push the art in a technical and even artistic direction.
0: Well, it doesn't have to be one or the other. I mean, my thing is, is that there's a place for it. Yeah. But I think that the stage competitions, it's it's like I say, it's too difficult to judge and be fair. You could say like, this is the best stage presentation of juggling. But as far as a juggling competition, I like the individual prop ones the best. But that's my bias. Cool. But we have also a busking. I don't know if it's going to be a competition. Like we have right now listed as a busking competition.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But I prefer maybe to look at it as a busking opportunity. There's a Saturday Farmer's Market uh-huh. that brings about 10,000 people. And so there's probably a space for about four buskers to each do a couple of shows and make, once again, four or $500. To make it into a competition where they're all competing against each other is, to me, sort of difficult because street performing is so variable on the crowds and the situations. Right. So there, there will be opportunities for buskers I'm not sure if it's going to be a busking competition or just we're going to have a buskers event at Saturday, the Farmer's Market there.
1: But there'll be an opportunity for the IGA jugglers to go out and busk to the community. Is that about right? If they're vetted through us, because these are jugglers
0: who will probably get some kind of cash stipend. So oh. there's not like a cash prize, meaning like one guy will walk away with X number of dollars, it
1: mm-hmm. will
0: be more of a chance once again for four jugglers to have good shows on the street promote juggling, and promote street theater, and walk away with money. If they decide, or we decide at a later date, that the competition element is something they want to do, but for me, once again, personally, there, I have certain biases that are difficult for me to get over as festival director, and what is the idea of, of buskers competing against each other? Hmm. So I want to have a busking event, but I want it to be as fair as possible for all the buskers.
1: Cool. Great. I, I love it. Busking got me through uh, junior college. <laughs> Busking's awesome. It's a great way for us to share ourselves with the local community. And it's another way for us to promote our shows, because the idea this
0: year is that the final show, The Cascade of Stars, is going to be uh, half price to the local residents of Iowa, because we want to bring it to be a real public show. Damn. And also, the, the welcome show, we're going to try to do some block sales, some fundraisers, because there's times when the, the juggling event's in a city, and it seems like a couple days after the event's over, if you were to ask around, like, how would you like the jugglers in your town? They'd be like, oh, we had jugglers? Where were the, where were the jugglers? Yeah, yeah. And I, I wanted Cedar Rapids to go, oh, 10 years from now, 20 years from now. Remember that night? <laughs> remember when the jugglers came through? Yeah, because the setup is really good in that the, the festival itself, there's the double tree Hotel, which is connected to the space. And I'm encouraging everybody to camp at the Doubletree Hotel, meaning get a room, get three or four of your buddies, get like four to a room, yeah, and camp at the hotel. Bring your sleeping bags.
1: It's the funnest way to go. I mean, that's usually how I roll. You get a bunch of friends. You're super close. You walk in and save money because you share a room. I totally agree. Yeah, set up a
0: tent in your room. Set up a commune, and let's all stay together in the hotel. Because a lot of things, there's a lot of logistics that as festival director, I have to deal with. Sure. And one is I need to sell hotel rooms.
1: Yeah, well, I remember that. There's X number you have to fill, right, as, a, as part of the contract. So I'm really working my, my butt off here to kind sort of, <laughs> <laughs> this is sort of
0: my give back to juggling after 35 years as a professional. Because I've pretty much retired this year as a, yeah. as a full-time performer. So I'm not expecting everybody to kind of contribute the way I'm contributing but a lot of people are saying like, well, how can I go and do the least amount possible <laughs> and enjoy the festival? Which I'm like, I, I get that, but, but come and take part, you know, at least camp at the hotel and get a room. Yeah. I don't care if you sneak a bunch of people in there, but get a room at the hotel if you can.
1: Totally. Get a room, people.
0: Yeah, we got, we got the free brunch. We got all the free workshops. It's all right there in one place. So you won't have to like lug your stuff. Literally, your room is going to be two minutes from the juggling. Bam. Bam. That's how, that's how it is.
1: Yep. And make sure you go to juggle.org. Check out the info on the festival. We should say that a few times. Yeah.
0: And don't forget about Fire Drums, whose dates are June.
1: June 1st through 4th, Fire Drums, a huge uh, juggling and flow arts festival. It's going to be a ton of fun. Tickets are already over a third sold out. Visit firedrums.org. For more information, we uh, really have a growing juggling dynamic. We've gone from one or two jugglers to a couple hundred jugglers every year. So come experience it. And if you're a flow artist, uh, make sure you go to the IJA. I just want to run through this so people get a scope here. Sure. We've got the Cascade of Star, the Busking Event, a 5K special juggling race like pro juggling here, the Coaching Lounge where you can level up with Richard, X-juggling, the extreme juggling games. Free brunch. That's why I'm going. The flow zone, we didn't talk about much about that. I'm helping to manage a little flow zone. We're going to have a little corner of the gym. Flow zone so with music, all the couches, flow artists. Couches, music. Beanbag flow chairs. Flow artists, beanbag yeah. chairs, lava lamps. <laughs> That's going to be the our flow area, our flow we'll zone. We'll have a little flow it. zone. So we're going to have our own little spot. I'm really excited about that. The history museum the definition of juggling lecture, controversial, exciting, extra shows, historical juggling show, experimental juggling show, Flow, Glow, and Diablo show, Peter Davison's juggling show. We're going to glow out to dinner Friday night as a group, the individual prop competition, the jobs for jugglers, Mark Hayward, King of Snacks, pinball tournament, free, not paid for, free special workshops with Jay Gilligan, Peter Davison, Alexis Levillon, and Amaron Roswell. Yeah, with Amaron too. You
0: can make your own Magnet Clubs. Like He's oh, the dude. guy who
1: created the Magnet Clubs. Oh, my God. I'm totally making my own Magnet Clubs. Oh, yeah.
0: He, if you bring your own clubs, like, once again, there'll be information leading up to the festival. He'll explain how to make your own Magnet Clubs. Crazy. So It's crazy, it which is another great feature.
1: A glorious return to the IJA with workshop director Matt Hall. Yes. The Sensei, yep. Sensei Returns, Games with Brian Koenig, Water Scuggling. Yes. Women Juggling show and presentation with Cindy Marvel and... Paprika Leverton, and the film, the youth showcase, and I'm sure like 20 things we forgot. Well, oh, yeah. And there's more. Oh, we
0: also have an aerial workshop for... What? For, uh, yes. Really? Uh, Laura Ernst and Craig Lewis are bringing their aerial, uh, their portable aerial rigs and will be offering aerial workshops. So, let's say you have a, a person who is also interested in aerial, or maybe he thinks like, well, if I don't juggle, what is there for me to do? This is one of those activities that right. for other people who or people who are jugglers who might want to get a taste of what aerial is like because there'll be classes for all skill levels. These are once you get an extra fee, but once you get a $10. So there's lots of really great opportunities out there that would cost you a lot more in the real world. You know, Dan, I would probably pay to see you take the aerial workshop. That's an option. That is a, <laughs> <laughs> I'll be wearing a spandex uh, flying suit. Right, let's, let's not have that. Let's not have that be the last image. <laughs> 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 I was going to go, but that whole idea of Dan in the spandex suit.
1: <laughs> I... I'm pumped. I'm really impressed and excited for all the work and effort you've been going to. You've been talking about this for months ahead of time, really putting the work in. So really from the whole IJA and Joe goes everywhere, I just want to say thank you, Dan. I appreciate all this work. It's going to be epic. And thank you, Kevin. You've been my, my brother, my
0: consigulary, if I can use a, <laughs> a godfather term. A couple of times in this process, I have to admit, I was pushed... To a certain level, of of uh, you know, I'm not used to this. I mean, I've worked with Barry all these years. That's hard enough, but (laughs) but to work with a committee and work with a group and all these different pieces, Mm. and you were always there to keep me level headed. And I can't wait to be part of your event as well, because this is the year, my friend,
1: that flow and juggling come
0: together, and we all feel the glow.
1: Bam, feel the glow. (laughs) Thank you so much, Dan. Uh, it was really fun being the host. Feel the glow. 2017. You did a great
0: job, but don't take over my job. It's still Top <laughs> Everything with Dan Holzman. But thank you so much, Kevin Axtell. Thanks, Kevin.
1: It's a pleasure. Take care. I hope you enjoyed Drop
0: Everything podcast number 43. Me and Kevin laying down some knowledge about flow, festivals, life, and juggling in general. Once again, a big thanks to Kevin Axtell for all he does for juggling and flow. And I look forward to seeing him and working together at Fire Drums and at the IJA Festival in Cedar Rapids, July 10th through the 16th. Let's thank our sponsors, the IJA. Go to juggle.org, find out about the festival and this great group of jugglers that are called the IJA, International Jugglers Association. Also, check out Ring Dama. That's right, www.ringdama.com. Wear it like a ring, but play it like a toy. It's an exciting new skill toy that's sweeping the world, or at least uh, the internet. I suppose, and that's part of the world. All right, enough preamble after the ambling, so
1: drop everything except when you're juggling.